Do you love cinnamon roll heroes, romance novelist heroines, forbidden love, a reality show set, and romance tropes galore? Well, stay tuned because you are going to lose your mind over Christina Lauren's new book, The True Love Experiment. Hello, Swoon Squad. Welcome to While You Are Reading, a podcast for contemporary romance readers. I'm your host, Lisa Daly, and today we are talking about Christina Lauren's latest book, The True Love Experiment. We'll also be hearing from the ladies themselves about an earlier book of theirs that I absolutely love called Something Wilder. And today I am super, super excited because I have the queens of contemporary romance here with me, Christina Hobbs and Lauren Billings, who are together the writing duo of Christina Lauren. And if you love contemporary romance, you have definitely uh, read at least one of their books. And if you're like me, you have an entire stack of them by the side of your bed. So you are USA Today New York Times, number one international best-selling authors of a million books that we have probably not quite that many. <laughs> a lot of books, a lot of books that we love. Dating You, Hating You, one of my personal favorites. Love that. And uh, I just finished your brand new book, which I'm super excited about. And autobiography and uh, what? Uh, oh, there's one that's killing me. Um, Twice. Twice Blue Moon. Yes, Twice <laughs> Blue Moon. This is also by my bedside. Now, since this is our very first episode, I just wanted to kick things off a little by telling you guys a little about me. I am a voracious contemporary romance reader, especially romantic comedies, and I am a best-selling rom-com author myself. I love kissing books like, like that. Uh, and I know <laughs> I love kissing books, and I know that you're here because you do too. So every week I will be reviewing brand new books in the genre, as well as some diamonds that you might have missed. It's my goal to help you find your next favorite heart-pounding romance book and introduce you to some of the hilarious, weird, delightful, and incredible authors who write them, many of whom are my friends. So I am super excited about that. While You Were Reading is all about you, you, the swoon squad, the romance readers, the my TBR pile is 18 feet high, folks. So every week we are going to be giving away a copy of the While You Were Reading book of the week to one of our listeners. It could be you, especially since we're a brand new podcast and early fans are going to get much better odds. All right. So just go to whileyouareading.com to enter. Now, this week's giveaway I'm super excited about. It's a twofer because we're going to be giving away both two copies, Betty. We're going to be giving away The True Love Experiment and Something Wilder, both by Christina Lauren. So if you want a chance to win that awesome prize package, just head on over to whileyouareading.com to enter, and I will announce the winner on next week's show. This week's show is going to be a little bit on the weird side. 
dun, dun, dun. Now, normally we would jump right in with the interview, but as many of you know, I'd originally planned to launch this show last year, and we had a pretty significant illness in my family, and that ended up bringing everything to like screeching halt. Uh, I actually interviewed Christina and Lauren of Christina Lauren to talk about their charming, super fun book, Something Wilder, last year. But because of the aforementioned family crisis, I've actually kept it on the back burner for the last several months. And this week, like a miracle, oh, as I was prepping to launch the podcast, I got some book mail. <laughs> Uh, I got some book mail. My pre-order of The True Love Experiment showed up in my mailbox and I thought, this is a sign. I should review both. I absolutely loved The True Love Experiment. I devoured it in a day and decided that the universe was basically giving me a gift. So for this week's show, we are going to start with a review and end with my interview. The True Love Experiment, just like this podcast, was born out of pure, unadulterated fan love. Uh, those of you who read Christina Lauren's Soulmate Equation about single mom Jess and a DNA scientist turned matchmaker River uh, may remember Jess's hilarious sex positive if champagne was a human being bestie fizzy. So apparently, as Christina and Lauren, the writing duo who make up Christina Lauren, spent a good chunk of their book tour fielding requests from readers uh, for Fizzy to get her own story. And they did it! That, my friends, is what like really loving your fans is all about. I love I love that they did this book just for their fans, uh, and as sort of a love letter to the genre. Uh, so, in the True Love Experiment, Jess, River, and Juno are all you know familyed up, living there happily ever after. But meanwhile, Fizzy, aka our romance novelist Felicity Chen's love life, is in a word flat. Uh, the realization that she's never been in love, hasn't had sex in a year, it's starting to affect her writing <laughs> or lack thereof. Uh, and it's starting to hit her hard. So enter documentary filmmaker turned reality show producer Connor, who has created a dating show to help the romance novelist find her soulmate by determining whether Fizzy's fans or River's DNA dating app will be better at finding Fizzy's happily ever after romance. I don't know who I'm voting for. The only problem, sparks are flying between Connor, the producer, and Fizzy, the star, almost from the get-go. And the romance between the show's producer and the star are definitely off limits. Plus, Connor's done a spectacular job at lining up some truly incredible dates for Fizzy. So why does he seem so grumpy that those dates are going so well? Let's talk about the tropes. All right, so we've got a cinnamon roll hero, a reality dating show starring our heroine. We've got a sex-positive romance novelist who's never been in love, forbidden love, wrinkle of Ford's proximity, a hot, hot single dad, a fella over there with the hella good hair, and one of my favorites, Insta-Lust. Will you be my book boyfriend? So Connor is a total cinnamon roll, and he would have to be in order to be deserving of Fizzy, who is so hilarious, good-hearted, self-assured, that she deserves only the best that CeeLo has to offer. Uh, 
Now, he is a great single dad with a close relationship, not only with his daughter, but also his ex-wife. And I think we both know that's always a good sign. When he casually insults his ex's favorite romance writer, aka Fizzy, he actually takes his ex-wife's advice, reads Fizzy's books, and becomes a fan of the genre. Guy who reads romance novels? hot. He trusts Fizzy's intellect, which is to be super appealing. Uh, some readers might not find him alpha enough for their taste, but he was tall. He was smart. He was earnest. Did I mention the great hair? Uh, and there's a scene in the kitchen that is definitely going to leave you <gasps> grasping your pearls. Overall, Connor, I think, is a solid four ring book boyfriend. So there you have it. I actually think that the true love experiment might be the funniest Christina Lauren book they've ever written. I read it in a single sitting floating around in my pool. Yes, the sunburn was worth it. And I laughed out loud on more than one page. Like I was really, really laughing a lot. One of my hands down favorite parts was in Fizzy's demands that Connor uh, cast some of our favorite romance tropes as the suitors, uh, which the, the show is calling heroes, including, but not limited to the hot nerd, a cinnamon roll, a Mr. Darcy, a silver fox, and you guessed it, a vampire. Five stars overall. Uh, I can say unequivocally that The True Love Experiment is my new favorite Christina Lauren book. And that's a high bar because they have really written some absolutely fantastic uh, titles. And do you want to win a hardcover of The True Love Experiment? Well, head on over to whileyouareading.com to enter this week's giveaway. And for an extra chance to win, just subscribe to the podcast and leave us an honest review. And then email us at team at whileyouareading.com to let us know. That way you get an extra entry. We'll be announcing our giveaway winner on next week's show. Speaking of the show, I invited Christina and Lauren on the podcast a few months back to talk about their book, Something Wilder, which is a Wild West adventure uh, that has a very romancing the stone vibe. So there's so many books that you guys have, um, have written that I have totally loved. And I'm so excited to talk to you about Something Wilder because it's a real departure for you. Yeah. So, do you want to tell us a little bit about the plot and then I'll, and then we can talk about all the stuff I loved about sure. it. Sure. Okay. Yeah, so absolutely. So, okay. So something wilder is about Leo Grady and Lily Wilder, which is absolutely a nod to Joan Wilder in Romancing the Stone. And these two are former flames that have been separated by circumstance for about a decade. And they are inadvertently thrown back together when Leo's group of friends books an adventure with Lily's expedition company that takes tourists out into the canyon lands of Utah on these fake treasure hunts. And so everything goes sort of horribly and hopefully hilariously wrong. And they all realize that the treasure in the desert might not be so fake after all. So Leo and Lily have to decide if they trust each other enough to go on this treasure hunt together and find the gold. Uh, it, it was so it was so good something wilder was such a surprise so here's the thing about this book i generally do not read like westerns and it felt like it had like a little western vibe it's a little bit of a mystery 
It's a little bit of an adventure. And I think it's my favorite book that you guys have ever done. Yay! And yay! I love that. I love you. I, lo I love you too. I, <laughs> I read it. And I and the thing is, is if like if someone had said, Oh, I have this book and it's a what I would be like, oh, okay, I'll try it. I mean, it depends on the person who recommended it, right? But yeah. because it was you guys, I was like, okay, I'm you know, I love all your books. Why wouldn't I love this one? And so as I was getting into it, I was like, okay, it's kind of a westerny thing, but I'm digging it so far. It's good. And Leo, hello. Yes, <laughs> I don't know how you guys do this, and we're gonna have a conversation about this, about how you make these um heroes so swoony because he really is i think it's they're smart right tell us your secret what is your favorite thing about um romance hero um i think lo would say that they are competent mm. <laughs> we all want because, confident men because that was actually a discussion in this one um you know like in romancing the stone she's the city girl and she's very a fish out of water mm -hmm. and um we are sort of surrounded by incompetent men all the time so <laughs> in the real world <laughs> and so nobody really wants to be in romance land where you know everything is possible and have somebody who can't do anything so right. maybe that's one yeah I think that's huge. Now, I'm like, you know how, like, once you find out about Santa Claus, then your brain goes back and, you know, puts together the pieces <laughs> of all of your childhood memories. Yes. I'm like thinking back now to all of your uh, heroes. And I think, hmm, there's, this is something they have in common. I, I love that. I also love you really good about the, about the balance of, um, of having these heroes who are competent um, and also very swoony like that <laughs> um but also but also they are they're very respectful of women which i really uh, which i really appreciate and i think probably your readers really appreciate so were there any other influences i know you mentioned joan wilder and that is one of my favorite favorite movies of all time um were there any other sort of influences as far as this book yeah i mean we take influences from from really so many different places when we start a book. I mean, I was thinking the other day that like Christina, when she was first started watching the show Yellowstone, the character Teeter kind of reminded her of Nicole. And so like, we just kind of pull a little bit of inspiration um, from lots of different places. You know, we both really loved Indiana Jones, especially the, the opening scene of Indiana Jones and the last yeah. crusade when river Phoenix is sort of like, there's that whole chase on the train and, and you get this beautiful backdrop of the red rock. Um, so we wanted to make sure that that visual really came through. But I mean, I think, you know, we just love the idea of having a book that has the Christina Lauren romance, but also gets us outdoors at a time. We wrote it at a time where we really needed to get outside. <laughs> like we were just so tired of being indoors. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, I think, you know, it was really fun to like pluck inspiration from lots of places, both from things we loved when we were younger, things we love now, things we wanted to do now. And we had so much fun writing this one. I, I love that you you did pull in so many great details, so many historical details in Something Wilder. And there's so much more of a sense of place than in uh, than some of your other books. And I, I thought that was really fantastic. It, it I really felt like I was, you know, 
in the Wild West. And I and I thought that it was very interesting because that's not something that I would typically expect from one of your books. And it has all the stuff we all love, right? It has all the banter and the chemistry and all of that and the fun storyline and some serious laughs. Um, but I loved how much, you know, the the area played such a role in this as well. Why this area and this story in particular? I know you're saying you pulled a lot of different influences, but was there some, did you go on a trip? Was there, I mean, how did this happen? Um, so like we said, this takes place in sort of the Red Rock Canyonlands area of Utah. And I live in Utah. Oh, perfect. Um, and uh when you go down to like St. George and stuff, it's just so beautiful. And it, it just doesn't look real. Like Lo and I, um, for in a holidays in October of 2020, um, that book came out and we rented a house in St. George, Utah um, to do all, because everything was virtual and it's just so much easier when we're together. Mm-hmm. And when you looked out the window, it was just red rock and just gorgeous and it just looks kind of alien like it looks like nothing else um and so we really wanted it to to feel like that and we had another idea for sort of a treasure early on but it was once we were connected because um like research is a really big thing for us we want you to feel like whatever lily or whoever our characters are whatever they tell you you believe like mm-hmm. when we talk about for our, you know, heroes, it's competence, like competence porn is such a thing. I love when I am reading a book and I feel like this person knows everything. So we <laughs> found an actual guide that this was their job that he took. He did, he was a movie scout and he um, took people out and um, he gave us like he helped, he told us about, you know, people thinking that uh, Butch Cassidy's treasure is still out there. And once he said that, it was like, oh, my God. And it just sort of because we had another idea, but it what and it also took place in the same area. Um, so as soon as he told us that it just like every it's like the wheels just started spinning and we started to like research and do all of that. So I really felt like this book was so much fun and I can totally see how it would come together that way. And that adventure really did come through. And I think that's, that's sometimes hard to make happen on the page in, in a way, like it felt very cinematic, which leads me to my next question. Are there any movies in the works I mean, it's a little, it's probably a little bit early for this book, but are there any movies in the works for any of your books? Yeah. So, um, Roomies, uh, came out in 2017 at the end of the year. And that one, we wrote the screenplay that movie has been bought by village roadshow. We've been working really closely with a producing team for the last few years to get that script just in tip top shape. And so that one is moving along and, and honeymooners has been optioned, um, and that one has a script and they are currently casting it. And yeah, we have a few other things that are in the works. I wouldn't say it's too early for there to be conversations about something wilder. <laughs> um, that's been a, a really fun thing that we've been doing the last month or so. We've had a lot of different calls um, and I'm, I love it. I, I think both of us can really see the film in this book um, oh, yeah. more than any book we've written before. And uh, you know, I think there's, 
reason to hope that this will be on the screen. See, I'm so glad to hear that. That was the thing that I kept thinking as I was reading it is that it felt like a movie. It sort of had the same vibe. Did you guys see the Sandra Bullock movie yes. that just came out, right? The Lost City. Yes. It was yes. so fun. I saw it twice on opening weekend because it's like, that's the kind of movie we want to see. We want romance. We want action. We want all of it, you know? And um, I thought that one was really fun. I thought it was great. I had the same vibe. I really, when I was reading your book, I had the same vibe that I sort of had with that movie that I would, I just like had that fun and adventure and romance and all that good stuff really mixed into one. So I think you guys just killed it this time. It was awesome. I will say though, I don't, so in your, in your travels <laughs> as a contemporary romance uh, duo, um, did you guys ever go to the RT convention back in the day? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so when you saw that scene with Dash where he's like doing oh, it, yeah. like, did you have like flashbacks <laughs> to that convention? Totally. I, I totally don't... did. <laughs> when we were right, so we were writing this book, we were probably like at the halfway point or something. I don't know. When the articles came out that said that that movie was happening and then they were calling it the Lost City of D. And we were like, oh my God, because we're writing, you know, we had said, I want to write an, a Romancing the Stone. Right. Like right. a modern day gender swapped Romancing the Stone. Um, and we were just like, oh God, please be good. Please yeah. be good. And then <laughs> when we saw that it was a romance novelist, we were really worried because we just didn't want some like terrible cliched, you know, thing. Right. But they handled it. They handled it so well. But yeah, yeah. I remember sitting in the... Um, in the theater with my husband when he comes out at the signing and I was just like, nope, nope, <laughs> nope. <laughs> and I, they like raise their hand and ask him questions. I and her and stuff. I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> I got the same feeling when I was reading your book. Trope talk. Trope talk. Bring on the tropes. Here are the tropes for something wilder. Second chance romance, forced proximity, city slickers in the wild, wild west. Uh, you've got a family ranch in jeopardy. Just one more. I love that. Just one more time. Uh, and hunting for lost treasure. There are a bunch more tropes in there, but those were some of the big standouts. And I think you're going to love this book. <music> Moving on to other stuff that we love. I want to know what you are reading these days, what you are, what you're loving. What's the last really fantastic contemporary romance book you read? I have just, well, I'm reading Book Lovers by Emily Henry, which is fantastic, oh, but I just started this one. It's Every Summer After by Carly Fortune, and it's got, it's Childhood Friends to Lovers. And if any of our readers out there liked um, Love and Other Words, it has a lot of Love and Other Words vibes. So I really, really love this one. I'm only a little bit into it, but I can tell I'm just going to get completely addicted. And then I've been talking about this one a lot, called 100 Other Girls. It's by um, Iman Haririkia. And it's like a Devil Wears Prada in the modern day. And she's Iranian-American and she is voicey and hilarious. And it's just a really smartly written contemporary romance book. And so I, I recommend both of these. I love that you brought props. <laughs> so Those like, both sound good. And I'm, I'm going to put them on my TBR right this very minute. They're both amazing. I will completely vouch for them. I'm super excited about that. Christina, how about you? 
Um, so we have a book due on Sunday and leave on book tour on Monday. So I am not reading a ton right now, but the last book. <laughs> except our I, own book. Except right. our own book. Um, but the one that I had most recently finished was Under One Roof by um, Allie Hazelwood. And I just absolutely love her. She it's just so is, cute. Like The Love Hypothesis was my favorite book last year. Um I just love her. And she's, she's so wonderful. We, we just are like, you belong to us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she's wonderful. She- and then my favorite book that I have read this year has been, and I'm a jerk for saying this because it's not out till I think October, is Sally Thorne's next book called Angelica Frankenstein Makes Her Match. Mm. So when we were writing this book, we were having this conversation with Sarah McLean, who we like idolize. And we were talking about how we want romance to take big swings. And that just means like, don't like, some people are like, I don't like romance. And you're like, but you do, you really (laughs) do. You like lots of things that maybe are just not labeled romance. So we were just, we wanted people, we want people to take risks and write big stories. And even if you miss, you still tried. And Sally has done that with this book. It's essentially um, Frank, um, Dr. Frankenstein's fictional sister, Angelica. And she basically goes into the morgue and is like making herself a husband. And it is like Sally Thorne meets Tim Burton and everything that we love about Sally's writing. Oh my God. She is, she is absolutely fantastic. And I could not agree with you more on Allie Hazelwood. I have that book um, on my uh, Kindle and, um, and I was planning to read it right after yours. So I'm so excited. I knew it was going to be good. Right. I love horrible. Yeah. She had this trio of audible originals that came out, um, but now they're in ebook. So it was under one roof stuck with you and I forget the name of the third I'm blanking on it right now sorry but the they're both they're I'm all like there's a pink one a blue one <laughs> yeah. and they're all super cute and I just finished um stuck with you and I'm just like how does she do this every time like how does she create this like tension and sweetness in these totally like novel characters I just oh. love it I know. I mean, like super smart competent mm-hmm. heroines that yeah. are like stem and they're just like engineers she's so good yeah, I, I love I I really really love that because my daughter loves romance novels. She is a STEM girl, and that that the uh, love hypothesis was I think one of the first books where she just identified so so strongly. Yeah, and I mean she loves books in general, but she like that one clutched to her chest for you know weeks afterwards she just loved it you should give her a copy of the soulmate equation that's for good like nerdy mathy girls let me say she's a big fan of yours and she (laughs) loved the soulmate (laughs) equation and actually when um when i got word that i was going to be interviewing you guys i went in and told her and i said hey guess who i'm going to be interviewing and she had the unhoneymooners on her Uh bed that she was reading right that very minute so i know (laughs) she was so excited <laughs> I love uh, it. so as was I I don't know if you guys are familiar with Mia Sosa mm-hmm. do you know her yeah so her new book The Wedding Crasher just came out though I don't know if you've read it or not but I highly recommend it it is absolutely fantastic super steamy as Mia tends to be and hilarious you will definitely love it 
Amazing. Yeah, I actually have it. And it's one of the yep. ones that it's on my pile as soon as we turn Same. this book in. <laughs> it's, it's a pink one, Christina. Yeah, I was going to say it's pink. <laughs> I know it is. <laughs> That's the one. That's how you'll know it. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here today. Oh, it was so oh. fun. Thanks for having us. <laughs> You're so welcome. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Remember, go to whileyouareading.com to enter uh, to win a copy of both The True Love Experiment and Something Wilder in this week's giveaway. And we will be here next Friday with an interview you definitely don't want to miss. See you next time, Swoon Squad.